Welcome back in, hour number three of the program here on 101.7 The Nest. As Sam Noel, Kelsey Bigelow, Trevor Dempster alongside you here today. And Caleb Zamora as well. <laughs> forgot, forgot about Caleb. Um, Even though I'm the main guy of the show, but whatever. Um, but uh, we still got a lot to talk about. Still got to talk about the uh, college football playoff here coming up in uh, just a little bit. That's what we'll talk about. But uh, so far on the program, uh, talked a little bit about the Northeast Athletics, uh, women's basketball, men and women's basketball. Talked about Josie Sanger being named an All-American yesterday, which was pretty cool. And uh, talked a lot, we talked a lot about a lot today as well, uh, kind of the college football realm. Um, and uh, I talked a lot talked about a lot. A lot, about a lot. About a lot. We have talked for about two hours, Sam. Yeah, <laughs> talked about a lot. It's typical around this time. I know. It's kind of weird. Um, hour number three of the program right now, and uh, we'll start it out once again. We're talking about the college football playoff rankings here. Um, once again, Ohio State uh, named uh, uh, number one once again. Uh, Georgia, uh, number four. LSU, number two. And Clemson, number three. On the outside looking in, it is Utah at number five. Uh, number six is Oklahoma. Number seven is Baylor. So that's kind of how it goes around. And then Wisconsin is number eight. So uh, that's what it looks like around the college football playoff rankings. But uh, uh, the big the big thing is LSU plays Georgia in the SEC championship game. So one of those teams will obviously probably be out of the college football playoff. I mean, if LSU loses to Georgia, could they still make the number four spot? I think if <clears throat> Georgia pulls off the upset, I do think LSU will stay. So if you don't want the playoffs to change, you want Georgia to win. So, yeah, I, I don't think it would change at all. I think I think LSU would move down to number four. Yeah, I yeah, agree I, with that yeah, completely. I, yeah, if Georgia wins, LSU still stays in the playoffs. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that I, was about the smartest thing you've said all day. Bro, I'm the smartest one here. <laughs> I, I agree with that, too. LSU's beaten Florida, Auburn, and Alabama. So, obviously, um, they deserve to be in there as well. So, I think they deserve to be in the college football It'd be kind of hard they, to take them out, even if they do lose to Georgia. And they were and they were undefeated all the way until yeah. the uh, championship game. So, um, I mean, if they if they wouldn't play that, LSU would probably be the national champion. Um, it'd be between them and, and Ohio State. Um, but uh, if Ohio State loses, I guess, do they stay in as well? They could lose to Wisconsin. That's yes, a, I think LSU and Ohio State stay in. They're mortal locks no matter what. I think so. I, yeah. I I think regardless if they do win or not, they're probably going to be in the college football playoff. Yeah, I think Ohio State's too good of a team. I don't think they'll lose to Wisconsin. I think they'll be able to kind of run over Wisconsin. I think the way they lose could be big, too. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't I think each team if they lose it'll be close. I don't think each team will get yeah. blown out. I do not see Georgia blowing out LSU at all. And I don't see Wisconsin blowing out uh Ohio State at all either. Um but I think it'll be close either way and I think both games are gonna be close, but it'll be interesting to see. But I guess if Georgia loses, should they stay in the college football playoff? No. No. No, um to I think me, Oklahoma. Um people like Oklahoma. But what I'm thinking is why? To me, why would the committee put them at six if you think Oklahoma is better than Why Utah? think why when you can think you? To me, it's just if you Utah. if Utah beats Oregon, <laughs> it might be a close game, but if Utah beats Oregon and then, you know, Georgia loses, I would put Utah there. Now, it's going to be weird seeing Utah in the playoff because I don't think any of us would have ever thought Utah would be at number four instead of Oklahoma, but that's where we're at. And to me, if you want to say, well, Oklahoma, I think, should go over Utah. 
to me, the committee, why didn't you put Oklahoma ahead of Utah in the first place? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So, and, you know, it's not like they're playing a horrible team. They're playing number 13, Oregon. So, uh, to me, if Kruger loses, Utah is in. Um, now, o- Oklahoma, I guess, don't think – I guess think the committee would have put them at number five if that was the case. I'm um, just going to voice my opinion a little bit. I think that um, when Georgia and LSU play and Georgia loses because that's ultimately who I have losing, um, they are – going to get bumped down and Utah's going to be bumped in. Um, you know, you hold, you talk about the whole Baylor thing, them getting bumped up over Utah if they win or whatever it was. Um, I just don't see that happening. So I, I'm going to say Georgia loses, Utah gets in. I think if Georgia loses, Oklahoma bumps up. I think a lot of it, this is going to sound, you guys will probably completely disagree with me, but <laughs> I, I think know. a lot of it comes down to media, and I think Jalen Hurts is going to be a bigger media guy, and I know that you guys probably don't believe that, but I think a lot of what goes into this is who is going, going to pull in more people to watch this game, and I just I, th- I see Oklahoma getting in if Georgia loses. <clears throat> I can see where you're coming from with that, but to me, I don't think the committee really cares about that as much. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just, no, I, I just think saying. if, if I, they would have thought Oklahoma was, you know, up there, I think they would have just put Oklahoma number five and Utah number six. Now, if they do put Oklahoma over, that's when Utah, you know, there's fan. I don't know how many fans there are in Utah, <laughs> but their fans would go crazy if that were to happen. Cause I just think that would cause a lot of controversy too. I mean, you also happen. have to remember that Oklahoma's playing Baylor this week, who is higher ranked than who. Uh, Utah is playing in Oregon. So, I mean, they could make the argument there that they have a bigger win this week than what Utah would potentially get. I agree, but to me, I don't think it should matter because they are playing number 13. It's not like they're playing, like, number 24 for Virginia, you know, like Clemson. But they are playing a pretty good team. But I can see where you're coming from. But to me, I just don't think they would do it because that would cause up a lot of controversy more than anything. What are the odds? All four teams lose. Hypothetically th- thinking, what are the odds all four teams lose? Scenario? Well, what it's it, impossible because LSU what, and Georgia yeah. have to. Yeah, I guess. So if three of the teams lose, and say LSU wins, then who? I just want to, you know, I just want to get you guys like a doomsday scenario. Yeah, like, like a doomsday. If yeah, Clemson drops yeah. out and Georgia drops Clemson out, Clemson would drop out because they lost to. Yeah, they would <clears> lose to Virginia, yeah. which would be a pretty big loss, but. I think LSU and Ohio State are locks at this point, whether so they too. lose or not. So basically, take Clemson and Georgia out. Who are the two teams yep. to move up? I and think you just Ohio State Utah versus Oklahoma, and, and then Clemson or Clemson uh, LSU. LSU versus Utah, which would be some kind of crazy playoffs. But you know, it's, hey, it's crazy. You yeah. never know; it could happen. Never know. And Baylor still has a chance. I think maybe even even an outside chance. They beat Oklahoma. Um and Utah loses, Georgia loses. You're looking at maybe Baylor. You know what? If yeah. that does happen, if because Baylor's only losses to Oklahoma, so I think that would be. So and, if and they Georgia and they and were Utah. leading twenty eight to ten at mm-hmm. halftime as well, which is what the committee could look at too. Sam, yeah. I I agree. I think I if that, that were to happen, Baylor would go to that number four spot if that did happen. Now, if yeah, and let's say Wisconsin, if Wisconsin wins. Do they deserve to be at that number four spot too? If that scenario you just they lost added, it. I think I, if they happened. if you take away the Illinois loss, yeah, I I could definitely see it. 
but I you just don't see a two-loss team making the college football playoff. It's I hard. Agree. We saw it with Georgia last year. They had two losses. They were more deserving than Oklahoma, I thought, in my opinion, and they had two losses. That's really what the committee came back and said. Their two losses really hurt them. And it's like that shouldn't – I mean, you, if we're wanting to pick the best four teams – that that shouldn't come down to it. it. It shouldn't matter. But I just don't see him putting a two-loss team in the college football playoffs. That's, where, that's where Kelsey's argument and, goes and, into play, too, because yeah. you can say, well, Oklahoma is better than Utah. Well, if that's the case, they should have been there at number five. So to me, the committee thinks that Utah is better than Oklahoma because of their defense. And that offense is pretty good, too. That quarterback is is pretty good. But, you know, that would go to Kelsey's point. You know, I, I to me, I think Oklahoma – is a lot better, but the committee doesn't think so. So I don't think they would jump them. It'll be interesting to see. And I think the Big 12 championship game is going to decide if Oklahoma hops Utah as well. Uh, Like you were saying, if they go in there and they walk all over Baylor, I think the committee has a pretty strong, a pretty tough decision between them and Utah, especially if Utah plays in a tight game versus Oregon, um, maybe a little bit of a high-scoring game where the defense doesn't perform as well. Um, I think it's going to have a tight thing, and I think Kelsey's thing's going to come in there as well. I mean, the the college football committee does choose the best four teams, but at the same time, every once in a while, like last year, you know, Georgia didn't have you know K- Kyler Murray on their team, so you know Kyler Murray was kind of elevated to that, um, and so that's why I think Georgia didn't get in. Uh, that wasn't the only reason Georgia didn't get in. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean, you kind of look at it and it's like it could go either way. Um, and I think it does play. They say it won't play a role, but I think it plays just a little bit of a role, especially with who is on the committee and um, w- what their feelings are. And there's a lot of money at stake with ESPN, it's the a NCAA. Big money thing. It's, a, it's a it's a big money thing, and it and it's tough to say that and look back and say, well, that that is going to say it because we want to see the best four teams play at the end of the day. And that's why I think in the end, this team, this thing should be expanded to eight teams. We'll obviously have the same debate, but that's gonna it, it allows you more fluctuation between those eight teams. It's not just, okay, here's four teams. We got to choose the best four when five, six, seven, and possibly eight, eight. are all deserving of, of that number four or that number three spot as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think expanding it to eight, maybe even six, would uh, would work out pretty good. I think eight. I think eight. I think the right in, number. Yeah, because their contract I think ends in like twenty 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 one, and I think I, I think that's when they would move to eight. I just think it's a lot smarter too. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean they'd pull in more money because let's be fair, a lot of this is for money aspects anyway. So you're gonna get more games televised. You're gonna make more money. Yeah, and to go, I, I guess, think it's I guess, uh, kind of against your point, you know, with the money, you know. Yeah, it may make a lot of money. I still watch the Oklahoma and Ohio State game, but I'd be very interested to see what Utah does because you know you never think of Utah. I think it'd be mm-hmm. a lot could be a money maker too. It'd be like yeah, Utah, a new team. Well, let's go see what they do because mm-hmm. I I don't think anyone's predicted Utah to go up against you know. And they've Marcus. always been pretty good about every year. You know, they've always snuck into the top fifteen for the past three years. So I see. It, yeah, yeah, so. it'll be interesting to see. The Pac-12 is what only had one team make it to the College Bowl playoff. It was Washington. Mm-hmm. They got the four seed. They ultimately lost pretty big time uh, to Alabama, who I think ultimately went on to win the national championship that year. So obviously that was a different Alabama team. But you're gonna you're gonna have to go up against probably Ohio State, and I like that matchup of Justin Fields versus 
this Utah defense that everyone's been hyping up, especially the the Big Ten offense versus the Pac-12 defense. And it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, there's a there's a lot of good offensive teams in the Pac-12, I think. I mean, you look at a lot of those scores, they're kind of like the Big 12. A lot of them are high scoring. But Utah's been able to kind of combat that and make it a, a little more low scoring. And they're okay if they can get by just scoring 20, 22 points a game. So it'll be interesting to see. I think Utah's offense and their running back as well. Uh, mm-hmm. it hasn't deserved as much hype as as they should have. So it'll be interesting to see. But uh, ultimately, I kind of agree with Caleb. I think Utah, they'll put Utah in there. And I think the whole reason, um, and I could see the other argument for Kelsey, the whole reason Oklahoma isn't above Utah is because it's kind of like the Penn State thing. That's why Penn State was ranked number four. It's like, we're going to give them a shot. We're going to put them in this chance, and we'll see if they blow it. And they blow it, they're not getting another chance. And so I, that's why I felt like Penn State was in that situation, and ultimately they lost to Minnesota. So now they put Utah at number five. They say, all right, here's the keys to make it to your first ever college football playoff. You got Oklahoma behind you, who is we, who's what we as a committee thinks should be number five or should be number four, but we're going to give you a chance to get in the college football playoff because ultimately Oklahoma lost to Kansas State, an unranked team at the time, who got ranked and has fallen out of the rankings because they suck. So, I mean, and that, and if you want to talk about wins and losses, that Utah loss against USC isn't looking bad anymore because you USC is right now ranked number twenty four. So that loss isn't really looking that bad right now. I mean, it looked bad at the time. USC mm-hmm. was unranked, kind of going through some bad situations. USC's coach uh, said he'll he'll stay, and the and the board came back and said that he'll stay as well um, after kind of a a coaching uh, controversy there at USC. Um, but it, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, because like Caleb saying that that loss to USC is now starting to look good. They're going to play in a pretty good bowl game as well. Um, but I don't know, expanding this to eight teams would make it a whole lot better. We could see all these teams play. I would love to see, you know, you look at it, Wisconsin sitting number eight right now. Um, they lose that. I mean, you see yeah, another we could have team, that, another conversation you, about that, you know, too. you know, they, they lose that. Do they stay at number eight? I mean, do they deserve to be number eight. You could look at Minnesota, maybe moving up. Alabama could make a run back into the college football playoff. Well, they'd be at number 13, so it'd be kind of tough for them to get in, I guess. And, But, I mean, it, it, it's going to be all interesting. But I think Minnesota, uh, if it was expanded to eight teams, why not maybe get that Ohio State-Minnesota matchup if yeah. Wisconsin would lose? <clears throat> to me, a lot more interesting teams would be in the eight-team playoff we were to expand. Let's not forget, like a team like uh, like a UCF, if, when, if they had that Cinderella year, 13-0, and whatever, and they were ranked, what, was it, that was year, it number eight, number seven? That that year they beat Auburn. They were ranked number I six mean, yeah. going so, in there. I mean, Number seven, number you seven. You could have a non-Power 5 team maybe finally get a championship because, you know, for non-Power 5 teams, like, well, shoot, I mean, we're not going to compete for any national titles. If you expand it to eight teams, they have a chance to do that. So I think expanding it to eight would just solve a lot of problems. And if you do look at expanding it to eight, just the – not just the teams representing it, but but it's like the conference that they're representing too. You take you can take a look at the top eight teams and what conference do they come from? Big Ten, ACC, SEC, Big Twelve. It's not and, and pack, I like it. I like it because it won't just be SEC. I mean, right now we yeah. got two SEC school SEC schools in the top four, and we're always going to have an SEC school mm-hmm. in the top four, which. Is good. I mean, SEC is the top conference in college football. That's where all the good players want to go play. Um, but 
And I, I have nothing against the SEC, but it's good to see them every once in a while not you know, have kinda, someone kinda, in there. Kind of meet their maker and not have anyone in there. So that's why I hope they expand it to eight. Even six, I think, would make that a little bit better. I could see a I mean, this Utah team, obviously number five right now. They'd have to 16. they they'd have to they'd have to play a play in game, but I think they could make their way into there as well. I mean you put five versus six, Utah, Oklahoma, you could really find out who it is. Um, but it, it it'll be interesting to see. I think Utah's get me, being given a good chance right here, and it's basically if they blow it, they're not in. If they get it, I don't see Oklahoma topping them. But if it happens, I won't be surprised. Let's just say that. Yeah, I would be really surprised. I mean, I'll be honest. I'd be really surprised because I think the committee would go against what they have said this whole time. So we'll see on Sunday. We'll see when they select on Sunday. So it'll be interesting to see who is in. It'll all come down to Saturday. A lot of good college uh, football games going on. Um, Baylor, Oklahoma, Utah, Oregon, uh, Georgia, LSU. Obviously the headliner, but Ohio State, Wisconsin makes a name in there. And, I mean, we haven't really talked about it because we obviously don't think it's going to happen. But Clemson does not beat Virginia. They're not in. Oh, yeah. So that, I mean, that's... That's a lot to look at, and especially you kick a one-loss team out of the college football playoff as well. And there are good teams behind them, but let's say, I mean, Georgia loses, Clemson loses. There's three and four gone. Does LSU maybe bump Ohio State out of the number one spot, or do they stay number one? No, I, I don't think Ohio State would bump out at all. I don't think LSU would. I think no they would no shift between two No, and I one. think one and two. Would, no, I would think one and two are kind of a lock right but, now. Um, because then if Utah wins and Oklahoma wins, then that shifts them, mm-hmm. obviously, the both in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it'll Utah depend. three. I mean, you could see Utah three. Maybe Oklahoma could move up to three, yeah. too. Um, but, or Utah loses. That could maybe stick Baylor in there. I mean, if Baylor loses to Oklahoma and Utah loses, and this that, that happened, Georgia and Clemson loses, could Baylor make their way in the college football playoff? Baylor, that'd be a two, no. That'd be a two-loss team, so no. Mm-hmm. But Wisconsin would lose. So who's number nine right now? Oh, we're gonna have to go a while back. Florida. Florida. So F- Florida can make their way in. Is Minnesota ten? Where are Penn they? State's ten. Penn State's ten. Then Auburn and Bama, and Oregon. Minnesota. Because Minnesota lost Wisconsin. So I think after that, I mean that scenario probably won't happen. I mean Clemson should beat them, but if that happens. I mean that it's. I mean you look. That's when you. That's when you open a lot because that's when they nine, could nine down. Memphis it's going to be tough because that's oh, when. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. That's when you could. Yeah, and if I honestly, if Memphis, Memphis wins, yeah. they could give them a legitimate the shot. One, I one to me, I just team. don't think Memphis would get in because I don't think we we have enough teams to fill that. If it was eight, I would agree, but at four, that's when they could look at Clemson and say, "Oh, they are one last one last team." But their strength of schedule isn't that good, so they could say, "Oh, I guess Clemson maybe doesn't have to go out of it." And then I think Clemson just, would drop to five. Yeah, I think. it would just. Yeah, drop, I agree. It would I, just open up a whole other issue. If that. Let's were hopefully, to hopefully that doesn't happen because I, I think that, I, I would, I would like I, it. To I would be like honest. to happen. I would like it. Just I would like for, to happen, but there's going to be a lot of controversy with it as well. I mean, one yeah. team probably, but um, you look at it. Does Florida deserve to be in? I mean, they lost to Georgia and LSU. Is Florida really the real deal? I mean, they've they've been in the top ten, the top fifteen, pretty much all year. But they they go and they play Ohio State. Are they going to get blown out? Yeah. 
I, I think they would. I definitely think Their they would. Their defense is good. It would be nice to see that matchup, but I think Ohio State would be able to easily So you over. said Georgia and Clemson lose, right? Georgia and Clemson lose. And Utah then Oklahoma loses. loses. Utah, Utah loses. And Oklahoma, loses, or? and Oklahoma wins. Oklahoma wins. Okay, so, so be Oklahoma, the other spot. Oklahoma. Oh, okay, so number so, four spot. Okay, so be for that number four. That's when you could say Clemson could stay and but, go down to number four. But uh, they could say that. But, but if Oklahoma know. loses, then Baylor would obviously. Oh, Baylor would obviously. Baylor, be Baylor, but it would depend on if they got three or four. I would assume they would get three would, would get because three. they've basically beat Oklahoma twice. I mean, they had. I mean, they lost to them. On a, on a tremendous comeback by Jalen Hurts. But you're leading at 28-10 at halftime. So you can kind of throw away that second half and that one because you beat them in the uh, Big 12 championship game. So Baylor obviously could and probably would be number three. But number four would be up for grabs between maybe Clemson. I would assume that they would probably put him in the conversation there. I would, I would think um, so too. But like you were saying, strength the schedule is pretty bad. And plus you look at Florida, they play in the SEC. They've played some tough teams this year. But there's a two-loss um, team get in, Penn which is State, crazy. So. Penn State's number 10. They were already ranked in the college football playoff top four. Does Penn State maybe jump Florida? And, and make it in. I mean, these are teams that are so not many playing what this if week. Situations so that, there's so many what-if situations. So there's a lot it's of whatever. You know, I think that would be the least likely thing to happen. But, again, it's college football, and college football can be kind of crazy. So you just never know. And I think Virginia is going to put up a game against Clemson. I think Clemson's ready for it. And like you were saying, their quarterback's really good. And they had to come back to beat Virginia Tech to make it to that ACC championship game. So they want to be there. It's not like that. Um, it seems like anytime Clemson has played somebody – uh, on that other side, they've just kind of happened to stumble their way in there. <laughs> like, oh, hey, look, Clemson. They're, they're not the best team, and um, they they're just been able to to defeat them pretty good. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I think uh, it's gonna come down to uh, to a lot of what ifs, like we were lots saying. Lots of what ifs. Lots of what ifs. Um, we're gonna take a excuse me. We're gonna take a quick break. When we come back, we'll keep uh, we'll move on to the NFL now. It's a good time to. Talking about college football, but then we'll move on into the NFL, uh, get a little NFL action as well to round out our number three of the program here on Hot Takes. Welcome back in our number three of the program. It's that time uh, NFL wraparound going on here on 101.7 The Nest. Sam Knoll, Kelsey Bigelow, Trevor Dempster, and Caleb Zamora here from the KHWK Studios. Hot takes on your Thursday as uh, last show of 2019, and it's it's been a good one. Talked about a lot. Uh, covered some Hawks athletics as well. Some Talked college a lot football. about a lot. Talked a lot about a lot. That's what we're uh, good at here. And now we make our way in to the NFL. So uh, Caleb typed out our notes, so we'll start uh, with what uh, he picked as well. So the Bills spoil Thanksgiving Day for the Cowboys. LOL. The Cowgirls. (laughs) LMAO. The Cowgirls (laughs) once again losing on Thanksgiving Day to the Bills. The Bills are turning out to be pretty legit, and they could give Tom Brady and the Patriots a run in the AFC East. I, I, I would agree with you. Their defense is for real. Their offense, I think, just a little. I guess have a little thing about their offense, but uh, their defense is one of the best. 
They do have a really good defense. You know, you look at that linebacking core, Matt Milano, Lorenzo Alexander is his last name, I believe. Their yep. other right side. That's his name. Um, middle linebacker. Who's their middle linebacker? Uh, oh, oh, it's, uh, it's the rookie. Sure. Uh, no. oh, Edmonds, oh, right? It's, Tremaine uh, Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds. Oh, oh. And then, See, you look at their, then you look at their <laughs> secondary, you know, Micah Hyde, um, Porter, not Porter, what's his name? Jordan Poyer. Poyer. Jordan Poyer. Um, him and his hot girlfriend deserve to be on the in the on the team. Um, team Ibro. <laughs> we don't need to know what we don't need. Dude, we have don't, you never seen her? We don't need to know I've what you look her, at on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then their secondary, you look at Tredavious White, um, Levi Levi Johnson. I think this is the other name. So their defense is really good. Ed, Ed Oliver at D tackle, Shaq Lawson at uh, rush right end. Just Jerry Hughes. Jerry Hughes at their left, so their defense is phenomenal. I, it's their offense is questionable at times. Yeah, no, the Bills have really impressed me this year. I'd say probably my most surprising team as far as doing well. I mean, there's a few that have been surprisingly bad in my opinion, but especially uh, with the way they won on opening on, in opening mm-hmm, week, they had to come yeah. back and beat um, New York, New York, and they only beat them like sixteen to 17 thirteen, seventeen to sixteen, yeah, seventeen to sixteen. Um, yeah, I mean, it's I just think been it's up from there. I think it's going to come down. They play the Patriots second to last week, so not this week, but the following week. I think that's going to be a huge game. I Are mean, they they're four? only one Nine game behind uh, New England right now, so that's going to be uh, something new for all of us. I mean, and they win this week. Chiefs beat the Patriots. They're tied for the division heading going into face to face matchup with them, and especially because that could mean home field advantage for the Patriots as well. Gone. Mm-hmm. In that first round playoff game, or maybe throughout, because you, the Bills take over the division, you drop basically from the one or two seed down to the four or five seed. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. I mean, they don't have the easiest task. They still have to win against the Steelers this week, who have. I mean, they're Surpri- not the greatest, that, but they have picked up from the beginning of the surprising. season. They have uh, kind of rallied Bills together. Play the, uh, Ravens. Bills? No, they play the Steelers this week. Ravens. They play the Ravens. Oh, I was looking one week ahead. The Steelers the following week. The Ravens this week. So an even harder task at hand yeah. for the Bills. They got th- I mean the Steelers, I mean obviously they're not the Steelers that we saw like 2 weeks ago, but the Steelers are still going to be a tough game mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. So you take on the Ravens at home. Obviously that's going to be a big game. You need to get a big win against a team that's coming in pretty hot. Then you take on the Steelers, a team that's just looking for something to prove with a new quarterback. Uh, Mason Rudolph officially basically has been kicked out of Pittsburgh, and um, Poor now, guy. now gets hit in the head. yeah, He's gets gone. hit in the head. He was just trying to put a his concussion. helmet back on. Him. <laughs> <laughs> um, and but then you got to go to Foxborough. If it was in Buffalo, I'd give the Bills maybe a little yeah. bit more chance. But I don't know if you saw that stat when facing AFC teams and Brady and Edelman are in the starting lineup. They're forty-two and zero. I don't know. I I saw that on Twitter the other day, and I was like, "Yeesh, that's that's pretty tough." But three pretty tough games. Then you end out with the Jets and uh, the guy with a big forehead and red hair and Sam Darnold. So obviously it should be a win. Is it red? But I I mean, it's if you look, if you lose to the Ravens and Steelers, if you lose to the Ravens and Patriots, and you beat the Steelers and Jets, you still got a chance. You're still in for the wild card. And I think they'll play my chefs if everything works out right. Your chefs. I don't know. It's going to be crazy. It's just crazy to think that somebody in that division is actually 
could making give them a, a competition chance, yeah. against, and especially with the, the way the Patriots' offense looked the other night, which we'll talk about that here in just a second. Um, but let's move on to the Cowboys side of it. Cowboys still have a chance to make the playoffs somehow, some way. They're six and six playing tonight on Thursday night football versus um, what's what's your team? The Bears. The, the Bears are still an NFL team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, weird. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky probably going to get run out of. Uh, Tom Brady is going to switch teams. He's going to go to Chicago. Please the Cowboys not. will not win their division. They still have to play the Eagles. The Eagles are going to They're both out. hot garbage. The Redskins can still win the division as well. Yeah, they if can the because Cowboys, that division is so terrible. If the Cowboys lose <laughs> out, awful. If the Cowboys lose out and the Eagles beat the Cowboys and then the Eagles still lose out, the Redskins would make the playoffs at 6-10. and 10. I mean, you throw <laughs> a tie in there as well. It could get pretty interesting. Yeah, it's not going to – I think the Eagles card. come away with the – Win in that division. And I think at the end of the season, you could have a controversy of uh, the playoffs need to get readjusted, yeah, which I think could happen. be coming at the end of the season. They could make a rule change that only the top – and they, they're they thinking about expanding the playoffs, going into next year, expanding the regular season. So there could be a lot of – this season could you know have a lot of impact, more impact than uh, we probably think. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, especially – and I think that division, like you were saying, will have a lot of impact on whether the NFL wants to or not because – so many times we've seen teams that are seven and nine uh, make the playoffs, which seven and nine isn't bad. You don't have a double digit loss column, but if the Redskins make it, they'll be six and ten going into the playoffs. That'd be pretty nuts. I mean, Dwayne Haskins. I mean, a six yeah. and ten, a Dwayne Haskins team. Nah, I, yeah. I I just don't think it's going to happen. It would be something. It's not going to happen. Probably to, they'll have to but, beat the Eagles, and the Eagles will have to lose to the I, Giants twice. All they have the to Cowboys. do is just throw it on the Eagles. Yeah, because the Giants lost their chance. But the Giants, even last two weeks ago, had a chance to make the playoffs. And the Giants are pretty bad. I mean, the, they're a pretty bad football is just team. Garbage. It's crazy. But uh, so I guess the other big question is: Is this Jason Garrett's last year as head coach of the Cowboys? I no. think yes. This will be his uh, his last year as a Cowboys coach, not in the NFL. As a Cowboys coach, yes, unless he makes a playoffs, which I will never see that happening. Is Ron Rivera headed to Dallas after this? Um, no, I think that'll be maybe, but the, I think at first they'll be looking at Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. That's been the hot rumor. Him and Lincoln Riley have had a relationship from Oklahoma, so Oklahoma's played um, at AT and T Stadium. So yeah, I I do think that Jason Garrett is done after this year. Jerry Jones, I think, has had enough. And uh, to me, what has Jason Garrett done? Uh, to me, he's really done nothing, especially with this talent. Especially with, the, with this much talent you have on <laughs> this team. Cooper. Yeah, I mean, you have one of the best offensive Released lines. As Bryant. Yeah, you have one of the best offensive lines. I mean, you have too much talent on this team. Uh, to me, got a pretty good defense as well. I mean, you he look has at a young, LBA, really good, defense. young, really good defense. You Van look Der at the Esch, linebacker core as Jaylen well. They're pretty good. Van Der Sean Esch, Lee, who's been out. Sean Lee, Byron Jones, Wuzier. Demarcus Lawrence. I mean, Their he has great. he has a lot of talent, but they're not winning games, and I think that's on him, especially with the special teams, because their special teams isn't good, and that's based off coaching. So Brett Maher, what are you talking about? Brett Maher, he's, best he's kicker in NFL still, history. Dude, he is. He made what three sixty yarders in a row or something. Three sixty three yard field goals. First the Bills, in NFL he history. Two straight field goals. So I don't know. I mean, I don't think Jason Garrett. Back to that topic. <laughs> Off of the kicker topic, I just don't think that I don't. I don't know Jerry Jones. It would not surprise me if he let him stay there because it's Jerry Jones. But uh, uh, I don't think he deserves to stay there. 
Isn't if, like Jerry Jones gonna die? Uh, He's Jerry, old. Isn't Jerry he? Jones has voices Hall opinions about how how frustrated yeah, he is. Yeah, he has, and I but, think he will ultimately fire. If if not, the fans could go crazy. I think Jerry Jones would wouldn't want that. I think Dak's gonna have a little bit in this as well. I mean, it, it's gonna it's gonna depend on does Jerry want Dak back, and I think he does. Obviously, he sees a lot of potential in Dak Baby, Prescott. Give me that Dak, and so. <laughs> But is he going to pay Dak enough money to get Dak back? That's the question, number two. Number three, does Dak want Jason Garrett back? Because really, he goes, he's going to talk to uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he's going to talk to, and he's going to talk Amari to Dak Cooper. Prescott and Amari Cooper because Amari Cooper wants to stay a Cowboy. He said that the other day. And so he's got to sign three. I mean, he already signed uh, Ezekiel Elliott, but he's got to sign two pretty high-profile athletes, especially Amari Cooper. He could really go anywhere in the NFL that he chose Dak Prescott. I think his options are a little bit limited. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see. But if Dak says no to Jason Garrett, I could see Jerry firing him just to keep Dak around because he knows how good of a player Dak has been. If Dak says, yeah, I'm good with Garrett, I could see him keeping Jason Garrett. But ultimately, I think Jerry's had enough. I think he's saying goodbye to Jason Garrett. Yeah, I think it's a I smart agree. move to make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Jason Garrett really hasn't won the big game that one year that they had a really good year um, with Dak, like in his rookie season or maybe the yeah, season after rookie that. Season rookie when they season won the division yeah, two years in a row, though. Yeah. Look out. Worst and division could, in football. They, they could they could make no. a division again, but I remember looking at this team. I mean, you look at the. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We were talking. People were talking at the beginning of this year that this Dallas Cowboys team is going to make the Super Bowl when they had beat the Giants, the Redskins, and the Dolphins. And then they proceeded to lose the Saints, Packers, and Jets. They beat the Eagles and Giants, lost to the Vikings, beat the Lions. And the Lions are a pretty good football team. I, I wouldn't say... Not this year. I mean, mm, they're pretty, pretty good, good, honestly. 3-7-1. 3-7-1, but if you look, all of those losses are at least by a touchdown or more. And in all seven of those losses, they have had a lead at one point in those seven losses. So they're just not finishing that well, but moving on from the Lions. But they lost to the Vikings, beat the Lions, then they lost to the Patriots in a horrible, horrible game, um, especially when you go on the road to Foxborough and you play in the snow, you're going to lose every rain. time. And it rain slash snow slash whatever they were playing in, um, wintery mix. Uh, they're, uh, you're never going to win in Foxborough playing in that. And then you lose to the Bills, and the Bills flat out played them pretty good as well. And now they play the the stupid Bears this week, so they should get a win. But they got a pretty good chance to finish out the season on a good note. You could beat the Bears, Rams, Eagles, and Redskins and win out. It's gonna be a good game tonight. Good bad game, but a good game. So I don't Close. know. I think I, the Cowboys. It's gonna be interesting what the Cowboys do um, at the end of the year. Especially I think it's funny. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, let's move on. Um, Patriots fall flat against the Texans. So what Caleb has written down. Uh, Caleb, I guess your thoughts on your Pats losing to the Texans. Uh, what was it, 28-22? Yeah, 20-22. Really, the score doesn't indicate how not good we played. Um, this offense has a lot of work to do. I think a lot of teams realize that, you know, after the Ravens game a little bit and then, then the Eagles game. Um, right now... I haven't seen Tom Brady this frustrated with his receivers in a very long time. Um, right now, Jacoby Myers, um, Jacoby oh. Myers, yeah, he's an undrafted rookie. Um, Jacoby Myers right now, uh, Nikhil Harry, Philip Dorsett, um, those three receivers right now aren't 
doing anything right now. They're not getting open. They're not getting any separation. And also comes from frustration because, you know, Josh Gordon's gone. He had some time with him. Antonio Brown is gone. He's had time with him. Um, Mohamed Sanu is just starting to get into things, but Mohamed Sanu is getting the case of the dropsies. At least he did it against the <laughs> Texans. Um, and right now his number two receiver is a running back with James White, um, which, you know, isn't bad because James White is a really good running back, really good receiving running back, but that's not who you want as your number two receiver. And Julian Edelman, um, he's always been that guy, but teams are realizing, oh, all we have to do is double Edelman and our offense isn't really going anywhere. Our running game, it's the worst I've seen our running game right now. Sony Michelle isn't really getting much done. Our offensive line, for some reason... They're have a big week this week because you know, they play one of the worst run defenses. Our, our offensive line right now isn't very good either. So um, it's not really all on Tom Brady. Yeah, he's 42 years old, but uh, that doesn't minimize the fact that his offensive line can't do anything his running game can't do anything and his receivers aren't responding the way he wants them to it's just a lot of frustration with the offense and Tom Brady uh, he can't handle this much longer uh in practices I know they're probably getting stuff right but right now he's really frustrated uh on the defensive side I was kind of disappointed but I think we were okay overall I think we'll be fine but our offense has a lot of work to do and against the Chiefs defense um I hope we're able to get it back on track right now. I'm not too confident, but we'll see. Um, I Yeah, you were going on with the receiving core. I mean, Brady's thrown for 3,268 yards. Edelman's acquired 915 of them. James White, the running back, is second on the team with 512 yards. You told me that yesterday, and I just wanted to look it up, get some more statistics on it. But um, the Patriots' defense is holding opponents to 3,000. 366 yards this season, which is which is pretty good. It's one of the best in the league, um, and they're one of the best defenses in the league, but they've just been having some trouble against some tough teams. I mean, you look, the Ravens are going to be a tough team this year. They gave the Patriots a lot of... But the Ravens have always somehow, some way had the Patriots number. That's not what worries me. Uh, the Texans, I mean, the Patriots really kind of beat them pretty much every category, um, and but they just couldn't pull out a win, and we just saw a lot of... I think there's a lot of distrust between Brady... Um, and his guy, I mean, all he's got in the other thing we were talking about the other day was they don't have a Gronk type player where it's okay. We're, we're in a sticky situation right now. Um, let's just throw it up. Let's heave it up here and, uh, you know, give it to Gronk. They don't, don't they don't have that. I don't know if you saw this, but right now we're going into the Chiefs game without a kicker. Um, we, we don't, we, we went through four kickers. Steven Koskowski, our regular kicker is on put on IR. We've been through three other kickers right now. We don't even have a kicker on the chart depth chart right now. So right now we're in a very weird spot, but I have to say it was a lot worse last year to me than it is this year. So if we're, if any team's able to pull it out, I believe we will. But, um, you and, know, you just never know. And we're talking about all this, and they're 10-2, and two, and they're playing the Chiefs this week. And I will say, the only time the Chiefs are good against the run is when they know the other team is going to run it. Um, and uh, they knew that the Raiders had a pretty good uh, They were pretty good at rushing the football. And so what they do, they stopped the run this week. And that's, I mean, and they knew the Broncos were going to come at them and run at them. And what they do, they stopped it. They know the Patriots are going to throw in that run because the I-formation run worked so well against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs shut down the run. But Tom Brady just has a knack for beating the Chiefs. 
Um, and especially with this one being uh, in Foxborough, I think it'll be a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's just another thing. I think Sunday against the Chiefs will really tell me if this team wants it more than some of the other said some of the other teams. I know they do, but um, and also on you know with our running game, our, our our formation, we don't even have a fullback either. Our fullback is also on IR, James Devlin. So right now we're using a middle linebacker nice. to play fullback. Which uh, Landon Roberts, he's very strong, but uh, um, yeah, I don't know. We haven't had this many kind of injury plague in a while. We just have to get over it. I think we will. I think later on, especially in the playoffs, I think we'll be able to do it. But right now, against the Chiefs, I'm not very confident in me picking the Patriots. Moral of the story, people are considering two losses a struggle for this Patriots team. They're going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, every time Patriots lose a game, they look halfway bad. People freak out. The media freaks out because it's a story to talk about because they usually don't struggle. Yes, the offense is struggling right now. We've all seen it. It's just it's what the way every it team is. goes through. Exactly. Yeah. It's a normal thing for teams to go through. It's just not a normal thing for the Patriots to go through. They're going to be fine. They're still going to make it into the playoffs. Uh, I mean, they're still going to make a run and at the playoffs. Possibly still go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and the offense has started struggling when they've been playing the best teams. I mean, they play the the Ravens. The offense kind of struggled in that game. The defense did as well. I mean, they're all going through. They're going through the growing pains when the times where you would want them not to. But that's just that's just what happens with it, with every team. Obviously, um, the Patriots are going to be there in the playoffs. Obviously, you could see them making it to Super Bowl AFC Championship game. But I, I like the matchup this week. The Chiefs are eight and four. They're in need of a big win. They've basically got the conference clinched. They need a couple of more wins. Um, but like I said, any time that a team is going to come in or we're going to go play a team that is going to bring a run, I don't know why, but the Chiefs are just like, oh, they actually run in the NFL and That's they they practice they practice against the run. I don't know why it is. Um, no, but uh, it, it it'll be interesting to see. And uh, Chiefs and Patriots is is going to be a good good one this uh, weekend. Um, Ravens once again that was another big game over the weekend. Ravens beat the 49ers by a field goal, seventeen to fourteen, basically in, in another rainstorm. Um, and they were able to take down the 49ers. Uh, I guess thoughts on the game. You, you know what's I guess Ravens now ten and two. Uh, they're at the top of the AFC right now with the number one seed. Uh, it, is this is this a good sign for the Ravens or a bad sign? I mean, it was a big win. Getting a win at any point, especially this late in the season, is big. 49ers team has done great job this year. But to me, this 49ers team, as much as I'd like to say that they are super fantastic, I just don't think they've really played a lot of competition this season. I mean, they didn't really play anybody up until... Uh, what was it, four weeks ago when they played Seattle. They had not really taken on anybody. I mean, the Cardinals the week before you could consider a good game. But before that, they played the Panthers, the Redskins, the Rams have struggled this season, the Browns, the Steelers when they were struggling, the Bengals, the Bucks, the Chargers, and the Chiefs. So they really have not played anybody in my opinion, until that Seattle game. So a good win for the Ravens, yes, but I think that people are hyping up the 49ers too much, so it kind of lessens how big of a win it was for Baltimore. Can you please talk about Lamar? Let's just get this out of the way. You yeah, so Kelsey, I guess we, we, weren't, we weren't able to bring it up the last week when it was just me and Caleb, but uh, that that's kind of been the big thing. Do you think Lamar Jackson is, is still overrated? I think he has proven himself this season, but I think that 
next season. I know he's not a sophomore next season, but I think he's going to fall into what we would consider a sophomore slump. I think that teams are going to figure him out. As far as overrated this season, he has proven himself, so you can't really take anything away from him. I still don't like him. I still think he's going to struggle in the NFL these upcoming seasons. I I like that perspective as well. You take a look at Patrick Mahomes. His first season, he throws for 5,000 yards, and he looks like a god. This season, uh, me being a Chiefs fan and always looking at the negative side, that's just how I've grown up, especially looking at the Husker football side as well. But uh, obviously, Patrick Mahomes is one of the best quarterbacks in the game. He can make a play out of nothing, and he's been able to do that select few times. Last year, it seemed like every single time he stepped on the football field, he was making tremendous plays. This year, um, he, he's not really doing that. The offense sometimes doesn't seem like it's connecting like it did last year, especially with all the injuries that they've had. But I like that perspective as well. I mean, Lamar Jackson, everyone's going to have a year of film, a summer of film underneath him as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he plays next year. But I like the way Lamar has done it. Obviously, um, he's kind of been underrated his whole life. He went to Louisville. Um, They obviously didn't get enough, but he almost won the Heisman two years in a row if it weren't for some guy by the name of Baker Mayfield. Uh, winning the Heisman that other year, but he could be one the only the second two time Heisman winner, um, and he was pretty deserving of it almost again. Um, and this year he's just proven himself that you can take a quarterback like an RG three and put him in the NFL and actually be successful. More but remember, RG three was. was successful RG, his first but season as well. RG three so. it was a little different because it I wasn't think as successful. R, R, obviously, RG three I think played hurt at did. second season, and Mike Shanahan didn't take him out. RG3 said, hey, dude, I'm hurt. You need to quit playing me. And my Shanahan was like, nah, dog, you got to play. And I will say this. I think that Lamar will win MVP this year. I personally, I think Russell deserves it. Well, I I don't even know if Russell deserves it more. I think Lamar wins it. Russell's right there with him, but I think the fact that Lamar Jackson is kind of the more underdog story heading into this season, I mean, Russell does – amazing things each and every year I think that because he's the underdog story the more of a surprise he does win MVP this season okay you guys done because I, I can't take it anymore <clears throat> so you're telling me they'll have actually have a year of film what was last year then because he played more than half their games so they had film to go over RG, so to RG3 me it's not really it's not really an excuse because last year Lamar played in pretty much more than half the games in the R- playoffs. RG3 game. played what the heck does that have to do with the team in China, Sam? I'm talking about Lamar. And uh, right now, he's not even in the vicinity of overrated. He's not even close. To me, when you're heavily scrutinized and they call you a running back and a wide receiver in the NFL, then you prove all of them wrong, and you see he's developing more and more. He's throwing the ball more accurately. To me, he's not even close to being overrated, nor I don't think he will ever be. I, we right never now, said he future, was overrated. We just said he, we think he's going to go I don't think there will be a slump slot. next year. I Teams have had film over him. They have seen him. So uh, it's not even, I don't know, and the slump maybe, okay, he could maybe have a slump next year, but I just don't see it happening because the way he's progressing, you can see him progress almost every single game. So I don't know. Right now, I don't see what you guys are even talking about. All right. What else? We got one more thing to talk about uh, before we uh, – let's – Kelsey, you want to talk about your Titans? They're 7-5. and five, have won five out of their last six games. Um, Titans are doing pretty good. 
Yeah, I mean, since Ryan Tannehill came in, I still think that we need to beef up our offensive line. It's still not great. Tannehill. Derek Henry's been a dude as well. He has. He really has. On my fantasy team. Dude, he has been been carrying uh, Joe Brady in the fantasy league. (laughs) But Tannehill got sacked six times last weekend, and that's not something that you can have week in and week out. I mean, that's why we saw... In my opinion, that's why we saw the quarterback change. Obviously, Tannehill has done great things for this Titans team, so I'm not going to argue with it. But I still think that Mariota was under too much pressure because our offensive line is terrible. All in all, we have picked up uh, the pace tremendously. It's going to come down. We still have to play the Texans twice, and that's what it's going to come down to at the end of the season. Uh, we play them the not this weekend, the following weekend, and then the last weekend in the year. So... It'll be interesting to see. I can't complain. A lot of playoff implications right with all those, so it'll be interesting to mm-hmm. see. Um, going along with the sacks, I know when they were playing the Chiefs, the offensive line had allowed like the most sacks yep. or the second most sacks in the NFL, the and uh, they couldn't really combat that on the defensive end of the football as well. And I agree with you. That's why I think Mariota got out. I like the Tannehill switch, though. Tannehill's got a lot of experience underneath him. Mm-hmm. Um, he did have a couple of good seasons in Miami. Um, yeah, and he, he honestly didn't do bad in Miami. He, he always just he always had a good town. six, seven games, and then, and then, then he and then his fall off. knee decided to give out on mm-hmm. him. But he was a pretty good quarterback at yep. Texas A and M too. So I, I like the switch. He's doing good things there, um, and I like that the Titans are starting to come back. They obviously beat my Chiefs. Um, we won't talk about it because there was an inadvertent whistle that um, uh-huh. made the holder Dustin Colquitt throw the football away. But <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> No, I, that that game was honestly a good one, and I hate it because every time that the Chiefs play, um, I won't say like a semi-average team like the Titans that are sitting at seven and five, or or a team that's maybe a little Call just a little bit, bef- but but probably below average. Yeah, well, um, a, a <laughs> little saying. bit below five hundred as well. They always go in and they just like kick their butt for a while, and then it's like, all right, we'll just we'll just go home, and that's that's why they I, I hate. That, that the Chiefs always do that, but that's just my perspective on it. Um, I guess final thoughts coming up on the weekend while we got just a little bit over a minute left. Kelsey? Um, another good weekend of football. I mean, it always is, especially this this late in the season. Every game has meaning, almost every game, not every game, because you have teams out there like the Dolphins and the Bengals still. But uh, I, I just I'm excited for the weekend. I hope the Titans can get a win. Every time I cheer for the Patriots, they lose. So maybe I'll cheer for them again this weekend. <laughs> because last weekend, I just needed them to win. So then the Texans and us could be tied at first. I texted Caleb and said, I'm actually cheering for the Patriots today. And then they lost. And I texted her, I'm not very confident. And look what happened. We lost. So, Trevor, final thought. I'm about to go watch the Bears. Lose. Lose. Probably. <laughs> You're not wrong. Just kidding. I'm I think it'll be a good game. Bears. I, I think it'll be a good game, Cowboys. actually. I hate, I, hate, I hate the Cowboys. Caleb, Sam, Ravens, wanna, Bills. That could be the, a good game. You want to predict the Chiefs and Patriots game? Chiefs and Patriots game? Mm-hmm. In Foxborough, I'm giving it to the Patriots. I think the Patriots will beat them. They beat them in Foxborough last year as well. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, it was in Foxborough. AFC yep. Championship game was at. It was in Kansas City. Um, I think... I don't know. Kansas City isn't the Kansas City last year. Obviously, it's two different teams. We're eight and four right now, but I don't see it. Um, college football this weekend, though, I'm gonna plop my butt in the seat at 9 a.m. in the morning, and that's all I'm gonna do all day long on Saturday. I'm gonna uh, study for finals. Lit. Wow. 
Kelsey. No one cares. Kelsey, no one cares. No one really asked. No one really asked about finals. Yeah, all right. No one cares. Caleb, your final thought of the week. <laughs> final, final thought of the week. Um, between the peak and the year, uh, the Patriots and last a year, word, yeah. yeah. Last words of the year. Thank God. Um, <laughs> I this semester needed to be over, but uh, I agree with that Patriots story. versus the Chiefs. I got the Patriots winning by especially four. world geography class. Sorry. I got the Patriots winning by fourteen. <laughs> no joke. Yeah, fourteen points. Fourteen. Um, I, 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 nothing. I, I would agree honest, with you. Um, I, I think it's going to be a good we're game. We're going to come out very angry, and I just think we're not going to stand Man, for a close angry. game. I just think we're going to blow them out. The, um, I, I think, uh, especially it's going to depend on – Tyree Kill kind of went out towards the end of last week as well, um, and both of our running backs are kind of down. So, oh. uh, And LaShawn McCoy has been dealing with some off-field issues, so it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it's going to be a really good game, I, th- I think it will be. I, it'll be a really it good game. Um, and uh, I, I, hope, I hope we don't lose to the Patriots, but I could see it happening. Yeah, to everyone game. listening for this whole semester, thank you. Thank you. Only about three people thank are you. watching right now, but thank you okay. on the radio, 101.7 S. Um, <laughs> Thank you guys. We'll be back uh, same time. Yep. Same, I've always time. could have switched me. <laughs> I've always, you know, put my heart up because I love you guys so freaking much, and uh, uh, I will like not curse everybody. again. Hopefully, no, none of you heard that. Probably not, but that's okay. Um, but yes, did, thank you guys. Act like you didn't. Thank right. you guys for tuning in. See ya next year. Screw off, Sam. I'm the host. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for joining. <laughs> this is the Caleb's Mora alongside Sam Knoll. Kelsey Bigelow and the Trevor Morales. So <laughs> thank you, you everyone to be in this huge this is a huge opportunity. Okay, I'm done. Okay. Uh so I'll <laughs> actually end the show now. Thank you. We'll be uh same time next semester as well, four to seven. I think on Thursdays as well. We'll have to check everybody's schedule. But yeah, Thursdays four to seven once again. You can check us out. Production um, next week. And we got a big basketball production yeah, coming up next Wednesday. Wednesday. We'll so see. check that out on the Hawk we'll Sports see. Network. But that's gonna end it for us. Sam Noel, Kelsey Bigelow, Trevor Dempster. And Caleb Zamora or Joe Brady signing off. Peace out 2019. Signing off for 2019. Thanks for listening here on the Hawks Sports Network. Praise the Lord.